This is Samia Bano with Make Change Fun and Easy, podcast to help you create massive positive change in your life and the world. Aloha, salam, shalom, sasriakal, namaste, hola. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Samia Bano and I am your happiness expert and author of the book, Make Change Fun and Easy, how to create inner peace to world peace in three simple steps. So I've been doing these live broadcasts for actually almost the last month now and I am so, so happy to be connecting with you again this week because we are going to talk about how to be happy in the face of adversity today. For the last several weeks, we were talking about how to be calm and relaxed in the face of adversity. And hey, that's pretty good. Most people find it difficult to even be calm or relaxed in the face of adversity, let alone be happy. True or true. So even if all you're able to do right now is be calm and relaxed in the face of adversity, you're doing great. And huge props to you for that, you know. And at the same time, you know that saying, if you're not growing, you're dying. I have come to believe in this very, very strongly, you know. And so I'm always looking for ways that I can keep growing in whatever aspect of my life I find myself feeling a little stagnant or where I find myself, you know, feeling like I have not been growing in this area of my life for a while, you know, because if I'm not growing, I'm dying. So I don't want to be dying. Therefore, I'm very, very committed to growing. So if you have already learned to be calm and relaxed in the face of adversity, how do you go from that point? Well, how about learning to be actually happy, to be actually joyful in the face of adversity? That's definitely a step up. That's definitely you continuing to grow in your ability and your capacity to um, face adversity okay so how do you do that how can you actually be happy in the face of adversity so actually it's not going to be very complicated and if you've been following along with what i've been sharing with you in the last few weeks about how to be calm and relaxed this will you will recognize what I'm going to share with you today as a very logical next step. Okay, so in the previous weeks, we talked about the idea of practicing patience when you find yourself in a position of hardship. Okay, so patience 
um, we interpreted, I shared my interpretation with you that to be patient um, in the best ways, when we think about how to be patient in the best ways, being patient really means learning to be calm and relaxed. Okay. And the way you achieve that sense of calmness and relax uh, and that sense of being able to be relaxed, even in the face of adversity, is if you're a believer, as in a person of faith who believes in a, a, a God, a, a divine um, aspect to you know this universe, and you believe that the God or this divine spirit um, is, uh, uh, is of a nature that is compassionate and caring and that loves you. Well, you know, you can ground yourself in that faith and that trust and that knowing. And you see that allows you to, uh, recognize that even in this moment, when you might be feeling some sense of hardship, some sense of adversity, that that divine presence is still very much there um, with you and taking care of you, loving you, um, right? And so you just have to sort of um, open yourself up to that divine presence, that divine guidance. And when you do that, you're able to relax and be calm because you know that you are in God's refuge now. Even now, you are in God's refuge. And that really allows you to be calm and relaxed. Okay, so now think about what's the lo logical next step, right? And so you've just recognized, oh, and the other way that we talked about last week. So if you don't believe in this kind of a divine being or divine presence, then I encouraged you to find evidence around you that you actually live in a friendly universe. Because this is something that uh, I quoted from Einstein, uh, Albert Einstein, where he said, you know, one of the most important decisions that, that you will make in your life is whether you live in a friendly universe or a hostile universe, right? And so I encouraged you to find all the evidence that you could of your living in a friendly universe. Okay, and I gave you an example of um, how I find that I'm living in a friendly universe. Okay, so if you missed that from last week, please go ahead and watch uh, that broadcast. And then, you know, you, when you come back to this one and watch it again, it'll make even more sense. Okay, cool. Oh, and hello, I see um, Fayaz Elahi. I hope I pronounced your name right. Welcome. Thank you for joining. Um, yes. So to learn to be calm and relaxed by recognizing you're already in God's refuge now and or by reminding yourself that you live in a friendly universe that's on your side that's there to take care of you and that allows you to be calm and relaxed okay but then 
if you really think about it, once you recognize that, you have something to be really grateful for. True or true. I mean, the fact that you're in God's refuge right now, the fact that you live in a friendly universe, that is something really amazing. And that is something you can be really, really grateful for and you should be grateful for, you know? And so the moment you begin to tap into your gratitude attitude, voila, you see, right there, you have hit the key to achieving happiness no matter what your circumstances are. Because science research in positive psychology has proven, listen to this, research in positive psychology has proven that gratitude, tapping into your gratitude attitude is the fastest way to feeling happy in any situation. This is a scientifically proven fact. Okay, so now you have already tapped into one realization or one bit of awareness that is starting to get, uh, starting to help you think and tap into that gratitude attitude. Now challenge yourself to think of even more things. Expand your awareness of what else do you have to be grateful for. Now, I will admit that most of us, unfortunately, are not trained to live life with a gratitude attitude. Most of us, unfortunately, spend most of our lives very much in a mindset of complaining, judging, blaming, shaming. And we experience that in our life way, way more often. And we practice these attitudes of judging, shaming, blaming, judging way more often than we practice gratitude in our lives. It's actually really sad, but it is what it is. So Unfortunately, for most people, when they really need to tap into their gratitude attitude because they're in a, uh, you know, in a difficult situation, facing some hardship, um, dealing with adversity, and they really need to tap into their gratitude attitude so that they can begin to feel more, more um, happy, they can begin to feel um, you know, more in control of their wellness and so forth, they have a really difficult time uh, identifying things that they have to be grateful for in their life. A lot of people will be actually feeling very accomplished to come up with even three to five things that they can be grateful for in the moment. And for people who are feeling, um, you know, really really down in their dumps, um, you know, people who are struggling with depression and so forth, for example, they may not even be able to identify a single thing that they have to be grateful for. But that doesn't mean that you don't, in fact, have things to be grateful for. It really is a practice that you have to engage in 
diligently to learn how to find these things um, in your life that you have to be grateful for. So the more you practice tapping into your gratitude attitude when everything is good in your life and you are actually feeling happy and in control of your wellness when you know um, there isn't any particular sense of hardship or adversity that you are facing and you and you still tap into the gratitude attitude the more you practice that then the easier it will become for you to also tap into your gratitude attitude when you are actually dealing with adversity or finding yourself in a place of hardship so you you there's no escape from having to practice this um as, as a skill and it's something you need to do like every day of your life throughout the day um as much as you can and anything you can do to remind yourself to engage in this practice please please do that okay now there's lots of um tips and so forth that I share with my clients when we are happiness coaching together uh, about this but honestly I just don't have the time to get into all of that now so for right now I will just encourage you to find your own ways and um, share them with me as you identify them comment uh, comment about uh, uh, what you find and discover for yourself in the in the comment section under the video um, whenever you get the opportunity but I will give you one tip that I find really really helpful and this actually is a lesson that I learned from studying the Quran which is the holy scripture of the Muslims and in case you didn't realize it already yes I am a Muslim so I, I take great inspiration and I learn a lot from the Quran about how to be happy, how to be peaceful. So this is one of those big lessons that I've learned. So, you know, there is a chapter in the Quran and it's called the compassionate. In Arabic, um, it's called Surah Al-Rahman. Um, the chapter of the compassionate and in this chapter God basically highlights like a lot a lot of different amazing aspects of creation that we all benefit from and therefore have to be thankful for right so Think about, for example, the fact that there are oceans, you know, that provide us not only with water, but they have all kinds of nutrients. Um, there's like fish and things that you can, um, you know, eat um, and um, others, you know, amazing benefits that you can um, ex that you experience and benefit from every day of your life every moment of your life just because the oceans exist you know the, the uh, even if you're thinking about you know for example 
at a very commercial level. I mean, just think about how much um, abundance, you know, is created in the world in terms of commercial gain and activity because we have oceans, right? Well, and that's just one thing that God has created that brings so many blessings, so many amazing um, um, benefits to our life. Okay, then we have trees, we have birds, we have, uh, you know, the stars in the sky, I, the sun, the moon, you name it, right? There are infinite, infinite numbers of things um, that God has created in this universe that are continually providing some benefit to us. Um, you know, and allowing actually for us to even exist and for us to experience and live our lives as we do. And so even if you are finding it really difficult in your life at a given moment to identify something very specific to your life that you can be grateful for, well, what about sort of like widening your scope of thinking? And start by appreciating the existence of these things that every single human being has um, access to and is enjoying and able to enjoy um, the benefits of. Okay, so start with what is universally available to all humans. And then, you know, hopefully that will begin to trigger your um, gratitude more and more and more of your gratitude attitude and you will be able to identify more and more things that are more specific to your life that you can be grateful for oh and i see we have valid popal also joined who has joined us hi welcome thank you for joining so yes Start with these universal blessings that we all have not only access to, but that we are all in fact benefiting from every day of our lives, every moment of our lives, and then sort of narrow narrow down to your more specific um, situation and find even more things to be grateful for. Okay, so that's my tip. And I want to share with you a quick story um, as I wrap up for today that illustrates this point really beautifully. So I uh, was studying with one of my teachers um, who shared this with me. And I'm so sorry, I do not remember the names of the specific people who are involved in this story, but it's an absolutely true story. Um, and, uh, you know, what I rem do remember is this really amazing, important lesson. And I hope you will too. Okay. So there, uh, you know, there's this whole field of happiness science. It's called positive psychology, right? It's the science of happiness. And so there's lots of research that's ongoing in this field and it's all focused on studying what's right with people what actually allows people to be happy to live um, you know with great wellness 
and contentment and uh, so forth in their lives. And so researchers, um, there was a, a group of researchers who actually decided to go all around the world and um, trying to find the happiest people that they could find. And so basically, wherever they would go, they would start asking people, well, who's the happiest person you know? Who's the happiest person you know? And then they would go meet with those people uh, who, uh, who were identified by others as being the most happy uh, in, in, their, in their circles. And they interviewed them and um, tried to, um, you know, over the course of their entire research, they, they um, figured out what some of the common um, things were between all of these people in terms of you know, different aspects of their thinking and lifestyle and so forth. And so there, uh, there's this one lady that they found when they traveled to Vietnam and uh, they were out, uh, you know, um, researching um, in, in the countryside in Vietnam. And uh, they were referred to this one lady who lived in this basically hut made of um, hay or something like that, like very impermanent material. And turned out that she was actually disabled um, in that she couldn't even walk. So she she was like restrained um, to her bed. She didn't have, uh, you know, an electric wheelchair or anything like that that she could use to move around. So she was basically in bed the whole, whole time. And when you actually went to her home, uh, you saw that she had little to no possessions. She just basically had a bed and like a little chest with a few possessions. Um, and that was about it. And everyone in her family had died um, in the war that happened in Vietnam. And I mean, just think about <laughs> this lady's situation, right? She's she has severe disability, can't even get out of bed on her own. She is living in poverty by any standards and has barely any material wealth uh, at all. Um, you know, she, uh, the home that she lives in is, you know, made of hay or some other such impermanent um, kind of materials. Um, and yet, everyone in her village, in that area, referred the researchers to her as the happiest person that they knew. And so the researchers, they go to this lady and they ask her, what makes you so happy? You know, uh, you're in this situation and yet you're known as the happiest person everyone knows. Um, you know, how is it that you're able to be so happy? And she said, she said, what do I have to be unhappy about? You know, I'm so blessed. 
she said, um, you know, my every need is um, taken care of. There's so many people who love me so much. There's so many people from the village who come to who come to see me every day. They they stay with me. They talk to me. They they help me with whatever I need help with. They bring me food. I have all my needs taken care of. I had this wonderful window in my hut. And through it, I can see the beautiful sky and the trees and listen to the birds. You know, so she, she just found like so many things to be grateful for in her life. She focused on all the things that she had to be grateful for in her life. And that made her the happiest people, happiest person, everyone around her knew, you know. So, um... If she, in her situation, could find so much to be happy about, so much to be grateful for, surely you and I can also find lots of amazing things in our lives to be grateful for and therefore move, you know, to this amazing place uh, where we are actually able to be happy even in the face of adversity. I mean, in in this lady's case, you know, she didn't even see her situation as being a situation of adversity. She was so tapped into her gratitude attitude. And that is what I want for me. And that is what I want for you. So please, please practice your gratitude attitude every day. And, um, I I do trust that with that practice, you will get better and better at it and be able to uh, actually learn uh, to practice uh, being happy even in the face of adversity or not even, you know, have any adversity left in your life because you just don't see life like that anymore, you know? So I I will... uh, Um, share with you just uh, one quick quote from Oprah Winfrey because it has been my tradition in these uh, live broadcasts that I've been doing to share an inspirational quote that sort of inspires the content of my talk. So the inspirational, one of the inspirational quotes for today um, is actually from Oprah Winfrey where she said, What you focus on expands. And when you focus on the goodness in your life, you create more of it. So once again, Oprah Winfrey said, what you focus on expands. And when you focus on the goodness in your life, you create more of it. All right. So with that, I say to you, salam, shalom, aloha, sasrikal, 
namaste and hola i will see you next time